0: Welcome to the Candidly Crawford Podcast. We're all about God, marriage, and life. Here are your hosts, Nick and Teresa Crawford.
1: Hey guys, this is your boy Nick.
0: And I'm Teresa. And And we we are are Candidly Candidly Crawford. Crawford. So I know it's been about a month since we did our last podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed um, that particular podcast. It was a little heavy.
1: Yeah, it was a little heavy, so... Um. first of all i would like to say happy new year to everyone
0: yeah happy new year
1: yeah um we started the new year off running so if you haven't heard from us that's why we've been bu- we've been busy because we've been running since last year right yeah what do
0: you mean by running babe that doesn't it's just not means- really clear
1: It just means that we've been working a lot.
0: We have. We've been working a lot. As we mentioned in our last podcast episode, um, that we are the new ministry leaders for the grief share and widow ministry at our church. So it's been a lot just trying to get prepared to um, prepare for that. We have our first meeting tomorrow, actually, so... Um, if you listened to the last podcast episode, which was about grief and handling grief during the holidays, um, if you haven't had a chance, please check it out um, on YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor. However, um, we are starting a grief share for our community, and it's not just for our church members. Or if you know you feel you want to join in, definitely feel free. Um, hit us up for more info, and we'll leave all of our contact info um, at the end. So,
1: yeah. So, since we talked about grief during the holidays, I think I handled it pretty well. We had over 20 people at the house for Christmas brunch. We did. Yes. And that was fun. We played games. We cracked jokes. Yeah. And it really helped me and and Teresa as well um, to handle grief. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't too sad. And can I tell them about my gift?
0: Yes, you can tell them about the gift. So (laughs) let me just give you a forewarning. We're going to segue into a lot of it. We're playing catch up right now. But uh, for those of you who are just new to the podcast, first of all, let us introduce ourselves. We did say we're Nick and Teresa of Kennedy Crawford. Kennedy Crawford is um, a ministry that God um, birthed in Nick and I um, actually before we even got married. And now that we are married, we are going forth. And God has really blessed us in many ways to... Um, minister to others through this podcast and through like our sharing our daily life um, experiences and testimonies um, as we journey through this process together of being newlyweds. So um, definitely just if you haven't had a chance to subscribe or follow us on any of our social media outlets, we're on TikTok now. We're also on YouTube instagram and facebook just type in Lee crawford or at Lee crawford and you will be able to see that um otherwise definitely we hope that you will stay tuned into this episode but we're playing catch up right now so just want to bring people up to speed about who we are just in case they're new listeners yes um and new followers and we definitely appreciate your support first and foremost so let's jump back into what we were talking about there so sorry about that we jumped ahead of ourselves what (laughs) um Nick is going to share with him a gift that I did give him yes. over the holidays.
1: So, uh, Teresa got me good for the holidays. We had, I guess, wrote, wrote a Christmas list to each other of the things that we wanted. So, being the good person that I am, I stuck to the list. But Teresa did not. <laughs> um and she brought me a smoker, a Traeger smoker grill. And if anybody knows me, they know that I, I've i wanted this for about a year now. I've been looking um, ever since I went to visit my father-in-law at his house. And I saw his. And then I started talking to a few of my friends and everybody had a Traeger. I wanted this grill. Yes,
0: it- y'all. He watched Traeger videos. Now, this is since we've been dating every single day
1: yes and i still do
0: he does so i even though we just said you know due to us being newlyweds we just moved and we just wanted to limit ourselves to three items he gave me his list but i already knew what he was getting so i adhere to it at least one of the gifts at least
1: yes and i'm gonna go ahead and be honest with you guys because i feel like we're a big family right yeah we're family so when i opened the gift i cried like boohoo cried because nobody had ever been that thoughtful towards me and so i was excited and then i started thinking i'm like yo this is super nice and yeah i busted out in tears Uh, i had to walk away from the camera.
0: He did. I actually have it on video, guys, so whenever he's ready to share that, we shared it during a Christmas brunch, and there wasn't a dry in the house because his mama was crying, uncles was crying, grandma was crying. I think it touched everybody, his reaction. And um, Nick is uh, such a great husband. He's, you know, even if he wasn't my husband, I would still say the same thing. He's really a great guy. He is a godsend, and I know that God definitely ordained him just for me and he's more than deserving of that grill it wasn't just a regular grill it was the pro series where you could control it on your phone and all this other stuff so I I went all out I got him the little bells and whistles and everything and it's because he deserves it I know that was one of the things that he truly wanted and as the scripture says um, in Psalms is that Psalms 37 delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart I could be off with that but
1: definitely it's in the Bible though
0: yeah, it's in the book of Psalms. Somewhat. I do know that. But, <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, I, I believe it's, I truly believe it is chapter 37, verse 6, if I'm not mistaken. And, hey, Bible theologians, please don't crucify me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just one of the things that, you know, I wanted to do for him as his wife. And then, even if I wasn't his wife, I still would have got it for him. I mean, he's just really... A great guy. He takes care of me. He takes care of our dog. Like we're, he's really, a really great husband. So, why not?
1: So if we, I think if we can get a few people to go to our Facebook page and say share the video, I'm saying about what six or seven people.
0: Yeah, even if you go to our um, Facebook page at Kennedy Crawford, either our um, Instagram page as well. Um, definitely just
1: say share the video share
0: the video and we already know what you're talking about because that means that you've listened to this podcast so if you say share the video we'll share the video it is really heart um really heartfelt and it's really touching so yes but yeah um so just to kind of segue into not taking up too much of your time Um, Now that we're pretty caught up, I know for me and Nick, we do have some goals for this year. Everybody, I don't call them resolutions because, you know, each year I do want to get better. So I would say that I have goals. We have goals for our family. We have individual goals as well. And we pray that you have some goals set in mind, too. But I do want to encourage you to let you know that, hey, you know, don't think it has to fit into one year. Right. You set the goal. Um, as the, you know, the scripture said in Habakkuk, write the vision, make it plain. Just write it down. Talk to God about it. Pray about it. Make sure that you're doing your research to, um, you know, that you're activating your faith to walk into taking those actions to make sure that that goal is accomplished. It may not be done by the end of this year, but at least you started it. And that's the most important thing.
1: You know, the old saints used to be like, faith without works is dead
0: and it's true and actually that's that's bible though
1: <laughs> that was in their word wasn't it but um i you know i think some of my goals are personal professional mm-hmm. two of my biggest goals is to lose weight um i've done it before yeah and so I, I i have to do it again i want to do it again i just got to leave these limit warriors along lord jesus that right there they got a stronghold on me.
0: i would say the i have the same goal i know that we are wanting to start a family we've been praying about it and i know definitely i want to be in shape because i'm not a spring chicken and to have a toddler running around i'm gonna need all the help i could get so um but i need to be in the best shape as possible not just for the baby but for myself so it's basically putting into action you know again things that we are praying for just activating our faith so i know what i have to do i've lost the weight before as well even during the pandemic and i gained it all back but nonetheless god it's is faithful <laughs> it's definitely happy weight because when you're married and you're happy or even if you're in a relationship and happy if you're just happy in life i don't know about you i'm a foodie nick and i are foodie, so that's what gets us in trouble all the um, time. <laughs> but any other goals, babe, that you may have?
1: Um, you said starting a family. Mm-hmm. I think uh, purchasing a home is a goal. Mm-hmm. And just furthering my career. That's a that's a goal.
0: Definitely. Um I know we want a custom built home, so that's what's taking us a little bit long. Um longer than usual because we don't want just the the norm. So right. Um, again right the vision make it plain we're making our request known to God as it says in Philippians chapter four um, you know through prayer supplication give thanks um, with thanksgiving of course make your request known to God and that's what we've been doing and that's something that we pray that you would actually um, implement and activate in your life as well it's just focusing on chapter whole chapter four of Philippians is, is awesome Paul just puts it out there and that should be another driving force to help propel you and motivate you into achieving your goals it doesn't have to be material things it doesn't have to be like everybody else so make sure your goals are your goals and you're doing it for you and the greater good of you and that is pleasing to god
1: yeah so if you guys have any goals that you want to share with us you know the handles share it um if you want to email us email us at candidly crawford at gmail.com and we will we will pray with you guys definitely you you know you accomplish your goal in 2023
0: definitely so submit those prayer requests to us um we keep them anonymous it's not like we're gonna blast them like oh you asked for such and such no like seriously we will pray with you um, and for you about this um, We won't shout you out over the air Or nothing like that But it would be something that we would put on our Personal prayer list and our prayer list at church as well um, So definitely yeah. um, Send those in if you're interested We're more than happy to do that And pray for us as we pray for you as well
1: Yeah and if you're praying for a million dollars And we pray with you We <laughs> do have a prayer fee I'm just, I'm just letting you know um, after Lord. you give your 10%, we'll take 2%. That's Jesus. it, just 2%.
0: <laughs> Please forget that. Just x that, okay? <laughs> so let's kind of segue into our topic. Um, now that we just kind of got you guys all caught up and hopefully, you know, what we shared so far has been a little inspirational to you. So our topic for this particular episode is adjusting to married life. So this one is not just your run of the mill, like, you know, yeah, you know, there are certain things that are common knowledge, but just personal things for us that we're going to share about adjusting to married life. So Nick is going to share his, um, definitely I'll probably chime in vice versa. I'm going to share mine. He's probably going to chime in as well. So, um, definitely stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break. Yep.
1: And we're back. This is Nick.
0: And this is Teresa. And And we we are are Candidly Candidly Crawford. Crawford. So before the break, we stated that we're going, the topic of this particular episode is adjusting to married life. So, you know, when you get married, of course, you know, things change. Right. Things are not the same, but I want to preface this by saying that what we're sharing with you is... Um, our point of view and our experience by being believers in Christ. Yes. Because it's a little different. If you don't believe in God, you may view things a little differently. Um, and it's, it's no judgment whatsoever. So let's start there. It's no judgment to anyone, but just letting you know that our point of view, that's where we're coming from, right um, so to speak. So, um, babe, you want to start off with the scripture?
1: Yes. Um, in Matthew, chapter 19 verses 5 it says and this is why a man leaves his father and his mother and the two are joined as wife and husband and the two are united into one and I think that you know that scripture is vital when you're coming into a marriage because you have to adjust to make that one work does that make any sense?
0: It definitely does. And it takes us back to our premarital count premarital counseling um, with our pastor, Pastor Lina Means, and we'll definitely shout out the church um, at the end of the podcast episode. But um one thing that I've always shared and I've shared with other married couples as well is you know, you take a piece of paper or even just imagine it, a triangle. Right. God is at the top, you're here, your spouse is here. How else can you come together in love and just in anything without what
1: god being at the top
0: exactly so when you are here and here y'all steady you know going through some things and not including god guess what you're never going to come together because you're on one end of that other at the bottom of the triangle <clears throat> excuse me and your spouse is at the other end But how you guys can come together is joined at the top where God is at the tip of that triangle is where you two will actually meet. And that's where God is. So, again, that's an illustration that lets you know that you can't do this without God. Right. Whatsoever. And it doesn't matter, you know, what what stage of marriage that you're in, whether you've been in in it for 50 years 25 years 7 years 7 days (laughs) (laughs) or a few months like us so um, that's one illustration that you know comes to my comes to my mind but let's really dig into like what are some of the things that you had to really adjust to like what were I would say what were some key things for you that maybe um, what do I want to say Maybe I won't say what the most difficult, but what were just some challenging things to adjust with when we got married?
1: Um, one of the biggest challenges is uh, personal space, and the reason why I say personal space is because you know I've I've grown up in a a household that was always full. We had uncles, you know, cousins coming to stay, extended amount of time with us and then you know I had roommates and, and things like that and so even though I was already accustomed to that mm-hmm. I like my personal space and you know uh, I could be on one side of the house content watching TV with my dog and if Teresa wants to come in and relax with me <laughs> I shouldn't feel no type of way you know what I'm saying and there's been times where you know she'd be like well why are you downstairs I'm like I'm alright you know I'm good but sharing my personal space was was one big one yeah. um, not because I didn't want to but because like I said we're making adjustments we're bringing two, two hearts two different mindsets into one
0: yeah and I will say like just to let you guys know, I do give Nick his personal space. I'm not under him 24 seven. But, um, you know, we are still individuals, even though we are one. But we we are still individuals. So, of course, I do have my time where I take my space. You know, and you have your mm-hmm. space. So I will say that, and I know that that may have been an adjustment for you, for me as well, yeah. um, because, you know, sometimes you'll just be sitting there staring at me, and I like, you know, he'd be all up under me, I'm like, dude, like, go over there.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and it's like, I don't, it's not like I don't love him, but it's just like, no, you go over there, like, I just, stop being all up on me for right now. If it ain't him, it's Snacks. Snacks is our dog, by the way. If so if you hear us mention him, his name is Snacks. Um, but, yeah, I, I would definitely say. But the reason why I asked Nick why he's down there, so let, let, let's let be clear here. Because Nick would take off and leave me, okay? <laughs> he, he doesn't say, hey, babe, I'll be downstairs. Hey, babe, I'm going to be in the office. Hey, babe, you know, because we have an office upstairs. So, he, you know, he, he won't say that. Like, he will come in hey, babe, you know, give me the kiss or whatever when he's coming in because I work from home. And he'll put his bags down, and then he'll just disappear. And I'm thinking he's going upstairs to change out of his clothes. It'll be two hours, and I'm like, (laughs) hey, where you at, babe? Oh, I'm up here watching TV. I'm like, all righty. So you couldn't just tell me, hey, babe, you know what? I'ma go, you know, chill out for a minute, go watch T V and that's all it is. It's just communication. That's all that is. And I know like that's something he's still getting adjusting uh something that he's still adjusting to. So that's why I ask him all the time, like, where are you at? Because some of his family can attest, even his sister Brooke, she can attest that, hey, he would take off and leave me. Cause when we were dating, <laughs> he would we would be around his family and Nick would get missing. Like he'll be upstairs chilling. And it was like, well, why you just leave her down here? Like.
1: She had to get adjusted to the family. So I I know.
0: was already adjusted to the family, but you don't take off and just leave me without saying nothing.
1: I had to try you by the fire. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's that's one thing, but th- what are some of the other things? Um, becoming the head of the house, and
0: what does that mean to you?
1: That means that I am priority, like, you guys are my priority, you and snacks. So, anything spiritual, um financial it doesn't just have to run through me but I have to make sure that you guys are good as well Right. Um, that's one major thing that I'm adjusting to um, because I haven't been been the head of the house so coming into this I was I'm open to it but I didn't know and one small thing that that I always remember is um me going or me coming home and just stopping off and getting something to eat and when I got to the house uh, you know I spoke to Teresa and she was like well you didn't think I wanted anything and for 36 years I've been accustomed (laughs) to taking care of myself I've had girlfriends and stuff like that and you know I did the same thing, but it didn't matter because they were girlfriends. Now that I'm in a marriage and this is my wife, this is something totally different. And so one thing that stays at the forefront of my mind is all every decision can directly affect my family, yeah. my household, and my witness. And that's something that I that I choose to keep at the forefront of my mind so that I make I include God in these decisions because I need his help yeah. um, to go, to guide that, our family. You know what I'm saying, Teresa?
0: That's true. And I mean, that's not only for you, but that's for me as well. I'm not necessarily saying being the head of the house, but just every decision that I make, I know that it will reflect not only just on me, but it reflects on you as well. Like, we are one. Right. So if I go out here and make some dumb decision not only do i have to pay for it we have to pay for it right. <laughs> so can. that's always something to just keep at the forefront as well
1: you know I, I just can't go out here i'm a gadget type of person and i just can't go out here and buy a macbook when i feel like it and that was my thing as a single guy i didn't have to answer to nobody and i'm not answering to Teresa um now but i'm taking into her into consideration my family into consideration before i make, you know such large purchases you know because she might want a new one too and, and Praise I can I just got one. <laughs> and I can't just show up to that house with a <laughs> new computer and not ask her, you know? So,
0: yeah, I was like, "What is this? We got money for that? Oh, that's what we we balling out of control now on MacBooks." Wow. Nah. But no, like one thing I will say that Nick and I did early on, even while we were dating and when we were engaged, we discussed finances. We discussed um you know, like if we wanted to work towards a goal of accomplishing something um, or buying something that we, you know, one of us desired, we share it we with each other. And we'd be like, hey, babe, I want to get this. You know, I've been thinking about it for a while, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't have any issue with him making big purchases. But the thing is, is, is I don't want him just popping up and be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's just walking in the house with a bag. And I'm just like, what's this? <laughs> oh, this our new MacBook? Oh, OK. <laughs> but no, like. Because we do have goals in place. You know, we share some of them with you. So that's going to affect those goals if he just willy-nilly just all out here doing this. But, you know, if it's something he truly desired and we can afford it and he's already saved for it or whatever, he has the means to do it. Why not?
1: So can I go get that Chevy Silverado that I want?
0: We'll talk about that later.
1: I think that's another guy. But anyway <laughs> Jesus
0: Think about baby Crawford Thank Okay
1: you. Okay um, One thing that I had to adjust And no I'm not
0: pregnant yet We We, we just like to call Baby Crawford into existence so yeah, Just an are- FYI I don't want nobody Going way off the chart here But yes Just thought <laughs> I'd clarify that Yes I do We do Name baby Crawford Yes
1: <laughs> Another thing that I had to adjust to Is being vulnerable In front of you Um one thing that drew me to Teresa, and I've told her this since um, we started dating, is I felt at peace with her. When I was in her presence, I was at peace. I felt like I could, you know, drop all, all my, my aneurysms and just be Nicholas in front of her. And that was good. That has always been good for me. And during the wedding process, um, I became a lot more vulnerable um, in front of her. And I know that she held me with the highest regard. She, she took care of me during those vulnerable states. And I just thank her for it. I thank God for it, Teresa, because I, I've never been that vulnerable in front of the opposite sex besides my family. Yeah. and so now I feel like I can come to her with anything I might I might be kind of scared to say it but I know that with me saying it I'm in a safe place to say it
0: yeah. and I'm just really glad that you feel comfortable um because I know just being a man you know men they have you know we all have pride as humans but I know especially for a man you know um some men they're taught you know when you are vulnerable that means you're weak which is a total lie it just shows that you're human (laughs) more than anything and i'm just happy that you feel and have felt comfortable with me um that's one thing that i really love about you is that you know again that you are always um Showing me your vulnerable side And the fact that I can make it more comfortable For you in any way possible Especially now that we're married Of course I never want you to feel that you can't come to me um, About anything Um, So it's just about just bringing it up some some issues are hard to talk about and that's okay you know but it's just yeah getting it out but knowing that you know you're not going to sit in the seat of judgment the same thing if i come to you right and which is what i love about you as well that i could always bear my soul to you and it's never from a seat of judgment, um, so I I thank you for that. If anything, you do pray for me. Yeah. you know we pray together about it yeah. and vice versa. So that's what I love about it as well.
1: And, and then we joke on them later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we actually do. We we joke on it later. Like we be dying right. laughing about it. So right. It's you know it's not funny at the time, but then we be like, babe, remember when you was. <laughs> when you just broke down and I was talking and you just yeah like we can laugh about it but that's that's just us that's how we handle it and we know it's all in good fun but there was another um, thing that was a little hard for you to adjust to
1: yeah um, the last thing for me was separating from my family and cleaving as the bible says to my wife (laughs) because i've always been you know the the dependable one you can call nick he's gonna do it and i love being that for my family yeah now i can do that for my wife and i'm starting the family and so with that that means i might not make everything um with my family anyway
0: Events he's referring to. Yes,
1: and we love having events. I will tell you that. We, yes. We love having events. We celebrate birthdays. And Baby's birth- first two step, All of that. Jesus. All of it. We, You should feel I love Jesus. y'all. I <laughs> oh, was <we> just joking. <laughs> joking. Yeah, but um there might be some time, and there are going to be some times. So it's not even a light where my wife doesn't feel good or she wants to go do something with her family uh this year was like the first year that i didn't celebrate thanksgiving and christmas with uh with my family and it wasn't difficult but it was just something that i had to adjust to And I love my in-laws. I don't even call them in-laws. I call them in-loves. Of course. But it's something that that I'm adjusting to. They had to adjust to it as well. But that was that was a big thing.
0: Well, I would give you a prop, babe. You've come a long way because when we were dating, um, just before we got married, when we were dating. y'all let me tell you my family and my friends it was like darn what like where are y'all where, you, what you got this weekend which cookout <laughs> birthday whatever and I had to talk to Nick about that because I'm just like look you know we're not going to be able to make every single thing and I was like I am I would never deter you from spending time with your family you but, can have it. but for me personally I'm already stretched thin with work and now you know we ministry we have this Kennedy Crawford as well it's a lot, and I have to set those boundaries for myself to make sure I'm make sure I'm taking care of me. And it's not that I don't want to be there, not that I don't love um, my in loves or nothing like that. It's just I have to set those boundaries for myself. It has nothing to do with nobody, but making sure I'm, you know, taking care of me. And right. I will say that Nick has come a long way because when we were dating. He, he, I asked him, I asked him, should I say, and he was just like, hey, I thought maybe, I thought because we were spending time at these events together, I thought, you know, it was cool because we're spending time. And I'm like, well, when are we going to have time for us to focus on our relationship? Because how are we going to get into marriage if we at... everybody's birthday party party and shindig and whatever i'm just like when are we gonna have time for us to work and nurture and cultivate our relationship so he took a step back he was like you know what you're right i never thought about it that way and i would say he did adjust and i thank you for that it wasn't any pushback or anything like that so um i would definitely say that and you've even come a long way even you know now that we are married to the point of you know setting those boundaries as well so i thank you for that
1: oh no problem
0: good job what about you so i would say me um i'm a very i have a strong personality so (laughs) my friend my friends know this and it's funny because when we were engaged they asked they asked him they were just like hey you know i know Teresa how you know how are you handling her being such a strong alpha female and you are like the laid back type of dude like how are you handling it he was like oh no I ha-. actually Nick does now don't let Nick fool you it may seem like he's you know like a little quiet first of all he's not quiet by a long shot <laughs> um but no he puts his foot down and actually you know I'm married and I can say it turns me home I will say yeah <laughs> yeah but I will say that, you know, he does, he, he knows how to handle me. So he is no pushover. I, I would definitely say that far from it. So um, I, that's another reason why I fell in love with him. Cause I know I, I could be a bit much at times.
1: She can, but oh, I, wow. can, I can handle them.
0: But I know like for me, um, I'm so, I was so independent. And now that I have somebody to share the duties with, It's letting go of that control. And that's what's been the hardest adjustment for me. And I find that times, like, I'll just do it. And it's just like, no, give Nick a chance to do it. Like, it's okay if you don't do it. And that's just been an adjustment for me because it's just like, you're so used to doing everything on your own. You're so used to, you know, just handling it. So then now enters another person that you love and that you're in a covenant relationship with. Now it's like oh, I can breathe a little bit instead of looking at it as, no, nah, I'm going to do it because you ain't going to do it right. No. Now, there are some things I, I still have to work on. <laughs> <laughs> Not perfect. I will say that. However, I will say it feels good letting go and knowing that you have um, a life partner that will pick up the pieces that can be strong when you're weak you don't have to appear to be strong all the time and I realized I don't have to be strong all the time so I'm still learning it's still a process for me um but I would say I've made some progress with that you have I have and Nick takes great care of me so um even my family they they know how I am they're like hey take care of my son I'm just like what about me (laughs) so that tells you how great of a guy he is and you know, um, that's one thing that my parents love about you is that you are very attentive and you do take care of me and you're able to step in. And I don't have to be that independent woman anymore. You know, like, oh my gosh. I, I, now, I've never been one that said, I don't need no man. For those of you who say that, y'all crazy. That's just my opinion. But I, I need, I, yes. Aside from God, yeah, I need somebody. I need yeah. help. I'm human. I'm not going to do it all on my own. And I'm not going to try So I'm not going to kill myself trying to. But I'm glad that I have a partner that, does and that can pick up the pieces so for me um just letting go okay and being super independent i, I would say that's the biggest one
1: i know that um when we first started dating it was one small thing that was big on my list and that's opening doors Mm -hmm. Uh, And Teresa, I don't know who dropped the ball when (laughs) Teresa and them was was dating. but Teresa and them. Yeah. I don't know know his name. But anyway, uh, they never opened the door for it. And so, like, that was, even though it was that small, it's still some adjusting. Because I, I will shut the door and stand there until she lets me open the door for her.
0: Nick is like that, not only with me, but any female. I don't care if we're out in public. Do not touch that door. If you're leaving out of a building, you better not touch it. And Um, just by habit, I would just be like, he be like, what you doing? And then he would purposefully I will sit in the car and i you know, just by habit, I'll just open the door. He'll be like, what you? and I'll just go ahead and shut it. Like, you know what? I forgot.
1: And I do that. I do that at work. <laughs> I'll be like, we we will walk out the uh, door together and I got to run around the ladies just to open the door. You know, shout out to my mom who taught me that.
0: Hey, um, Amen. Shout out my mother-in-love Soneetra Dickerson. Yes.
1: And another thing with Teresa is something small, but Teresa would go wash her car independently and that would frustrate me because that's one thing that I like doing but she loves it yes, and I'm not going to let her ride around the, in a dirty car, and my car be clean. And so I'm like, Teresa, just let me, let me wash it. Now, one thing I will say is, if I don't wash it in time, she's gonna go get it washed and be like, oh yeah, you was taking too long. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but she will not be out there washing her own car. And so she's doing well. I mean, there there's been times where I. Forgot to open the door, and she was like, "Yeah, I was just sitting here." I was like, "Yeah, because
0: get- <laughs> he'll get out of the car and just be doing everything else, and I'm just still sitting." I like you told me not to touch the door.
1: Yeah, and so I'm not perfect all the time, but <laughs> yeah, those are the two small things. Is there anything else?
0: I would say that was the, that's been the main thing for me, and then just adjusting to I'm used to family but you know the majority of my family does not live here my sister lives here shout out to my sister Tawana my brother in love and her husband Joey Rodriguez um, Carmel's but um I would say you know with us we're very tight-knit we talk every single day of course just about maybe you know sometimes not on the weekend but every day we talk and um growing up We have family to come and visit. Right. But for me, I'm the type, look, I've been dealing with people all week at work. I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. Like, I'm good. Like, let me just have my peace and quiet. And when we went to visit my dad, (laughs) Nick saw exactly where I get that from. Because my dad, he doesn't like a lot of commotion either. He's just like, look, I like my peace. My home is my sanctuary. And that's just how we
1: were brought up. Side note. Now, when we went and met your your dad's family, my wife got ghosts. I'm telling you, she was in the room laying down, playing <laughs> games on the iPhone, and I'm out here meeting all my aunties, and they, they questioning me. Why why didn't I get invited to the wedding? I'm meeting cousins, couldn't Pete. I'm like, where's
0: my wife? No, nah, you were meeting your nieces and your nephews.
1: Oh, it's a bunch of them. I did not. I, I and, love them.
0: Okay, y'all, so I have... <laughs> My dad is one of 11. Wow. So that means I have 10 aunts and uncles on my dad's side. My mom is one of 15. Wow.
1: So. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, he's met both sides. So it, it is a lot. Um, but he's adjusted. He doesn't remember everyone's name. I can't expect for him to. But I would definitely say, you know, just getting back on topic is just. Um, I I'm more of a peaceful type thing. I don't work hard all week. If I want to lay around in my underwear on the couch Eat all day And binge watch That's just what I want to do Yes. Sometimes I don't want to be bothered I don't want nobody coming over That's just me per se But I know like I have to take Nick into consideration because of what he's used to. And like I said, this is not, nothing wrong with his family. So this is nothing against his family. This is just my personal preference. So um, it's, it's it's nothing per se against anyone, but that's just me. You know, I'm just like, look, we already got to do some stuff for church um, ministry wise. Like, let me just get my mind right. I've, I've worked long hours all week and I just, I just want some peace. I just want to chill. So that has taken some adjustment, but I love it though. I love how your family is about family. So that's one major thing. And then another thing is just, again, back to, you know, another type of adjustment is just letting Nick leave. Um, And again, that's just me letting go of my independent, you know, type control type thing is just trusting him as he follows Christ as he follows God to give him the guidance, letting him lead. And the the one thing I will say, I'm very comfortable with letting him lead. Cause if I wasn't, we wouldn't be married. Right. <laughs> I will say that. So, um, that those have just been the major um, adjustments for me, but we have so many similarities and a lot in common, both of our families, even when we all come together. So I will say that. So, um, that's about it. Um, if any of you have any type of questions that, you know, um, about adjusting to married life, just hit us up Crawford at gmail.com or go to one of our social media outlets, instant message us. Well, I would say DM, inbox. I didn't oh, wow. it's it's mess- I'm showing my age. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> A-O-L messenger. Y'all yeah. message- No, I'm being funny. <laughs> 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 I'm showing my age, y'all. Yeah, I'm in my 40s. So, yeah, it's a little different for me. But, yes, just hit us up. We would love to hear, you know, um, some of your stories as well. And if there's something you want us to touch on, just let us know. So we're going to transition into the conclusion of this episode. We hope that it was definitely helpful. Um, Anything else you want to add, babe, before we close out?
1: Um, Yeah, so be on the lookout for our next uh, episode. We'll be talking about love. We're trying to have special guests. Oh,
0: yeah, we will be having some special guests. I'm super excited. And we'll jump more into that once we um, conclude the show. So um, let's take a quick break and we'll hop into what's coming up next. (laughs) Okay, I know people on YouTube looking like, what in the world? This is what we do during bakes, y'all.
1: Hey, how y'all doing?
0: I've been sipping coffee just about to get <clears throat> same here.
1: <laughs> you ready to get it
0: choked up? All right, let's come back from the break. All right. I introduce. Okay. All right, guys, we are back from the break, and we hope that you enjoyed our episode. Just give you a little glimpse about what how adjusting to married life has been and we have a couple of friends out there who are newly wed so um definitely they could probably um <laughs> really attest to some of the things that we shared and of course every is different for everyone so again this is just nick and i so to speak and again um we definitely hope it was just give you a little insight in how we handle those um, I hope that you really heard mainly how we've been able to get through those adjustments and handling those adjustments because we'll always be evolving is through God, letting God lead, letting the Holy Spirit lead, you know, praying, of course, a lot of praying. We, we do a lot of praying, effective communication, praying, um, helping us get through that, um, attending mar- marriage ministry meeting, which are awesome. So just surround ourselves with all the valuable and godly resources we can to help us navigate through this covenant relationship of marriage. So hopefully you guys gained um, just a little bit of insight and hopefully um, some encouragement from us sharing how we've been handling it and, and what's been the huge adjustment for us. So, Nick, just tell them where you can. Actually, first of all, let's kind of say where our next episode is coming up before we close out. Sorry about that, y'all. All right. So our next episode, um, since February, we like to say not only is it Black History Month, um, Valentine's Day, love comes up. So we're going to have some special guests. We're going to do two podcast episodes um, next month. One will be on singles. We're going to have a couple of singles join us here in the studio just to give their take and point of view on that and basically Nick and I can talk from that point of view too because hey we weren't always married we were single too so right. Um, but we definitely going to have that you know just to encourage those singles because we know how Valentine's Day can bring up those little feelings sometimes and then we're also going to have another episode where we're going to have our pastor and our first lady and they're really cool y'all cool people Yes. Um, we love them to life we're going to have them come and talk because they've been together um, 35 years but married 25 so So um, we're super elated to have them um, to join us. So we will be bringing that episode into everlasting, long-lasting love. How do they keep that going for 35 years? That's a lot. They were teenagers, okay? So that will be our next two episodes coming up for February, February, 2023. I'm definitely looking forward to that. And if you have not already followed us on our social media outlets you'll see tiktok instagram facebook youtube please subscribe y'all we love you guys but to get the word out and to you know really spread the word please make sure you are subscribing to the youtube channel make sure you're liking those videos because the more you do that the more it gets distributed more people get to see it and that's all we want to do is just encourage people so we just need your help with that so facebook youtube instagram tiktok Follow us at Candidly Crawford. That's where we are. And shout out to Uplift Christian Ministries with...
1: Pastor Means.
0: First
1: First Lady Means. Everybody at Uplift, we, we love you guys.
0: We love you guys so dearly. Each and every member, um, all of the ministry leaders, y'all are just our family. So we love you. So Uplift Christian Ministries, catch them Sabbath Saturday. Sabbath service on Saturdays at 12 noon. Also service starts at 11 a.m. Every Sunday you can catch us for prayer meeting um, in person or virtually on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Also um, on Wednesday, Bible study at 7 p.m. Very end um type of you know open format open discussion format so hopefully you guys can join us um one day um in person or either virtually online for any of those so shout out to uplift christian ministry charlotte north carolina 9100 Armstead drive Um, Hopefully you can join us in person for worship as well. Also, we are the leaders of the Grief Share Ministry. We will hold our Grief Share, which will be a community-wide type thing that we're starting. um, That's every third Saturday of the month, starting tomorrow at one fifteen p.m. So hopefully you guys will be able to join if you are interested. But hit us up on all of our platforms.
1: Yeah, and just a quick shout out. My birthday is January thirtieth, so we will be yeah we will be celebrating. you know if y'all want to send a brother a love offering just ask <laughs> nah but I'm excited uh, to celebrate my birthday with my wife and, and my doll and my grill I, <laughs> I might be grilling on my birthday she won't let me get what I want <laughs> But something's going to go. Something's going on that grill. Lord Jesus.
0: Pray for me, y'all, with that grill cuz
1: we about to have Everything
0: smoke. has been smoked so far, and it's been good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it has been
1: good, but we might try some smoked ice cream. I don't know. Oh I'm Jesus. Sure. I don't know how to do it, but <laughs> TikTok got me. <laughs>
0: Lord. Well, guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Definitely hit us up. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We love you. Thank you for taking the time to watch on YouTube if you're watching us. And if you're listening on Anchor and Spotify, we thank you um, for tuning in. Make sure you do subscribe and share. Help spread the word. Um, We're looking forward to next month's two episodes. Um, I'm excited about them. But um, definitely make sure that you are tuned and locked in because we believe these will be. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Bye. We love (laughs) y'all.
1: Bye.